Hey beautiful people, this is Bima Shavery and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. We are literally less than 24 hours away from our love day. If you celebrate, I wish you all of the love and joy that you can get in quarantine. And if you don't, you're still loved, you're still supported, you're still encouraged to continue to embrace the love you have within and around you. Also, to all my Aquarians, Hi, babies. How are y'all doing? How are y'all feeling? Um, There has been a lot going on in in the air element, a lot of different um, emotions that you don't quite like to feel. Um, You have been trying to intellectualize a lot of what's going on and you really just are trying to escape it, but you really can't because it's all up in your face and had you some of you all up in your feelings it's really distracting and but I'm here to give you guys a bit of encouragement to let you know that it's gonna be okay you're gonna make it um coming from a Cancerian it's okay you're gonna make it um so I want to give you guys a bit of that before we get into the weekend um energy but I want to give you guys a bit of an update also I have not been um I haven't posted any videos as you guys know I'm still recovering um from COVID so if you hear me drinking water you hear me drink some tea um I may have to um have like a lozenge lozenge or something in my voice um as a peppermint or something for my throat because I am still going through that recovery process so I have not been filming I have been doing still working creating as I can my hours um according to my body is all off all it does what it wants to do so sometime um most times I am up for a long period of time because of the medication that they have you on when they're trying to make sure that you're protected. And then, um, which is a steroid in my case. And I have two more days of that. So I'm very happy. I'll be happy to be done with that. But, um, the only side effect that I felt from that has been majorly up. I can't sleep, can't sleep, can't sleep. So, um, I post a lot overnight. Um, my hours, (laughs) are typically when everyone is asleep, I am up and, um, I'll be up for 24 hours most days. So, um, and then I go to sleep when the sun is up. It has to be right before the sun is, is daybreak and right before it hits that, you know, peak of the day. So, um, I'm trying, my body is, is adjusting to whatever it is doing and whatever it is going through right now. So, If you notice that you follow me on Instagram or you have been following my Facebook page, you see my post. I typically uh, have posts up there. By the time you go to look at it, it's up there. It's ready for you. So (laughs) that has been the proactiveness in me, not by choice, but because of how it is right now. So I am trying to adjust and um, just try my hardest to just get myself in a space where I can kind of maneuver through. Um, what my body is asking, when my body is telling me to wait, when my body is telling me to, to rest, because I do rest a lot. I still, you know, am recovering, you know, just trying to take it easy as much as I possibly can. So I do want to let you guys know a brief update about that. My health is definitely progressing. It does help to be preventative. So thank God for listening to my body and taking the vitamins that I need, knowing what I need bodily. Please guys, please. I don't care what the fads are. I don't care what the trends are. I don't care what people are saying you should take for what 
Listen to your body. Get your blood work done. What does your body need? What is your body asking you for? Feed it that. Give it that. Because that is going to protect you in so many ways. It is only by the grace of God that my immune system is so strong. But it's also by the grace of God that I have not had the severity of symptoms. Even though my symptoms have been what's considered quote unquote rare. It's not really rare when when people read about what's happening and they reach out to me and they contact me and they, you know, tell me their story. It's not very rare. It's just not as spoken about. But in our community of ethnic minority individuals, whether you're Asian, whether you are Latinx, whether you are African-American, it's very important for you to listen to your bodies. Please listen to your bodies. Pay attention to your bodies. There are symptoms that people have that they don't think it could be COVID or it could be something else. And then doctors turn you away because it's not a known or your your, your work people turn you away because it, it's not considered a norm. Everywhere I go, they check for temperature. Never once have I had a temperature. Okay, so I want you guys to to be aware of the things that are unfolding. Um, I will do a later episode, which will probably be a video to try to make it as quick as I can. I am documenting as much as I can because brain fog is real. I'm also um, doing as much as I can to stay in the loop with what is happening in my body with what's going on in my body and how I'm processing and and some days the symptoms are something else some days are not so it's just about being proactive and understanding what your body needs and wants when it wants it and uh moving forward that way okay so enough of that I just want to give you guys an update if you do please 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 follow me on um, Instagram at imbmishavery. Also the like page on Facebook. I have almost 5,000 friends on the on my actual personal Facebook page and I'm trying my hardest to be more active on the page that is for, uh, you know, the, the, it's for the brand, you know, it's for the, um, hate using that word, but that's what it's for. It's for that. It's for people to like, it's not my personal page. And the people that are on my personal page are not really personal friends. These are people who just have followed me and know me and they, they've seen me out and I've networked with them, etc., etc. And a lot of them are family and friends. So I'm just trying to, um, maneuver a lot of that to the business page. Um, it's free to sign up. Most of y'all are already signed up, but are already like, but some of you don't even know that you, you can like that page. So please go follow that page. That's where I will be posting most of the updates, uh, daily inspirational or aspirational as I possibly can, um, at the moderation as I can, as well as I will be giving updates on when I'll be going live. I'll be sharing, um, different inspirational posts, just different things that I'll be doing, um, in the upcoming months, God willing, inshallah, um, so that we can stay connected in a multitude of ways. I also am working on the next newsletter, but guys, listen, this is a one woman show over here. I'm very, very selective of who I allow to work in my space because this is a very, this is a labor of love. All of this is just authentic, genuine love. So I'm very, very, I don't want anyone typing my words. I don't want anybody, you know, uh, pretending and acting and moving as me. So I have to be very careful when I come to uh, the updates and things like that. So I'm still trying to figure out 
Um, I'm still going to release the newsletters as normal, but when the newsletter will kick off will definitely be before March. I will, you know, release another one, but I haven't released one since January 1st. So, and then here's COVID. Okay. So we have a lot of few updates. We have a lot of things going on and in just Aquarian nature, it's just this, this burst of energy, this burst of optimism, this burst of getting it done. And I'm very happy about that. So I'm very excited about that as well. I wanted to give you guys an update. Now I will get into what it is that I'm here to talk about. Okay. So in tidbits, follow on the Facebook page. I am B. Shavery, the Dallas Hope Dealer. You can follow me also on Instagram at I am B. Shavery. You are already following me on the podcast. Newsletter is coming back, has not stopped, just on pause for a second. And I will be continually updating as I possibly can on my status and um, my development as it comes to recovering from COVID. Okay. And then of course you have your astrological overviews monthly with me and you're going to have your midweek uh, intuitive energy corners, diagnosis, et cetera, and so on. Okay. And we are still, still rolling out uh, episodes for the Black Experience Matters series. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about what's happening astrologically briefly because I already did a February overview it was kind of wasn't as in-depth as I wanted it to be. Um, but I've already said most of it. So I don't really think it was, I didn't think it was really a lot I needed to say, but I do want to touch on a few things that are happening, right? We currently, first of all, again, Aquarius, Hey babies. Hey, Hey, Hey. Okay. I want you guys to breathe with me. Okay. Breathe, breathe and breathe. Okay. I know it's a lot going on. It is a lot that is happening. And if you are unfamiliar with astrology and signs and all of that, I want to give you guys a heads up. I am not a person who does the, uh, social media trend and TikTok astrology, astronomy type of things. I'm not that girl. I'm a person who takes a lot of pride in, in this. This is a study. This is a craft. It's something I've been into for over 15 years. So it's something I'm very, 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 very serious about. Do not sit here and pretend to predict your future or what is happening with you. I give you the information based on what I feel intuitively, but most importantly, what it is saying astrologically and astronomy, as well as I use a lot of common logic and sense. And I also use sociology, psychology, and a little bit of behavior cognizance to connect everything together. So the reason so many people connect, and I'm so grateful for you guys doing so, it is because it's not just about your sun sign. It's not just, oh, I'm born on this day, so I'm an Aquarius. No, no, no. Because you can be an Aquarius sun sign and have a Virgo moon, and then you're a total different person than an Aquarius who has an Aquarius sun sign and a Cancer moon. So it's about understanding the signs. And I have plenty of episodes already that break down the differences and what each, um, part plays in the astrological chart. And I will give you more information about that going forward. Cause I'll do more fun episodes like that as well. But anyway, so just for time's sake, we're going to get into what it is. Aquarius season is where we are currently. If you're born between January 20th to February 18th or January 21st to the 19th, depending on where you are in the hemisphere, you are considered an Aquarius sun sign. Sun is your yourself, your how you um, present yourself to the world, your highest being, your highest version of self. That is your sun sign. 
The symbol of an Aquarius is the water barrier. It is not a water water sign. It's an air sign, but it is a water barrier. So how do you um, put that in perspective? Well, a water barrier is like a... It's, it's like a, a person who has this big old bucket of water and pours it into the ocean, right? It's the person who feels the ocean. It's the, the, the carrier of the water, okay? The planet was originally, that originally ruled Aquarius was Saturn, but that switched. And it is now a mixture of Uranus and Saturn, which means it both has that discipline effect, but it also has this very sporadic, um, sudden change, shift, evolution, revolution type of floating my own boat, intellectual type of energy that comes at its own uh, beat of its own drum, right? It's a very, very eclectic, electrical energy. It is an air sign. So the element is air. And the color that is associated with it is typically like a light blue color. Okay. Now, One thing about Aquarians is that an Aquarian loves to be mentally stimulated, but it also has a very eclectic sense of sense of intellect. So what you think may stimulate them mentally being so uber conscious and very, you know, aware of what's happening in the world and you're politically forward. Okay, great. But that does not do it for them. That is not enough. It's digging deeper. It's understanding deeper. It's connecting on a deeper level that surpasses the surface. And so they're very intellectually deep sign and they're very, very intellectually sharp. Most times they stay inside their head because they are always coming up with some innovative way to create going forward in a very unorthodox way. They don't try to be disconnected. They don't try to be aloof, but it is natural for them to do so because they are so much in their head. And I tell people all the time, it's a very beautiful and very spiritual thing to do so because you have to be able to intellectualize your emotions to understand an Aquarius. And as a Cancerian whose life partner is Aquarius, um, I've learned a lot I've had to learn a lot and I've definitely pushed away a lot because no, no, no. I just knew this would never, it could never work for me because I am a person who feels my feelings. I feel consciously, I feel unconsciously, subconsciously, and I interact that way. I allow my soul, my spirit, my intuition to speak and pull me, move me. And I use that. And I've also um, allowed myself to adapt to intellectualizing that part of me and that has stimulated me in a lot of different ways as well and so when you are dealing with someone who is an intellectual and who always operates majority of the time not always but majority of the time operates out of a I I think my feelings then you have to learn how to communicate with that type of being and whether this is in a platonic relationship or this is a relationship with someone who is um, intimate, you have to understand how to communicate on that person's level. Now, understand this. I'm going to say this one more time for the people in the back. If you are an Aquarius sun sign, that does not mean that this is how you process your feelings. If your moon sign, which is how you feel, how you operate in feelings is in another element. Okay. So that is another 
that is a whole nother um, conversation that we will have that I enjoy having, but not on this episode. Okay, we're going to make this as, I'm trying to make this as, as condensed as possible um, for, for all of us. Okay, so um, generally speaking, the elements of air is intellectual, period. It doesn't matter if it's your sun, your moon, every, anywhere in Aquarius is in your birth chart. Anywhere Aquarius is in your life, intellect is a priority. And that affects their love language, that affects how they communicate in friends, that um, their career choices, that affects them in general, okay? Now, when you're speaking about Aquarians and you're talking about all of the things that's happening right now in the Aquarian element, we have a new moon that we just had on the 11th, which I did uh, an episode about the big shift Okay, guys, please listen to that episode because it is, it is, it's a lot is changing. Okay. That was on the 11th. Now, remember new moon and full moon energy carries you up until minimal two weeks, depending on if it's an eclipse. So the things that are about to be unfolding and the things that have already been unfolding prior to the new moon actually taking place on that day are still unraveling. And so there are some things that are still unclear. There are some things that are still trying to gain a little bit of perspective about, but regardless, they're unfolding. On the 20th, we have Mercury, which is the planet of communication. It rules all things communication. Delays when it comes to travel, delays when it comes to your computer systems, how you communicate in your relationships and your partnerships, anything you've been waiting on answers for. It seems like stuff is just dragging because Mercury is the planet that rules that. And regardless to what is happening in the astrological field, there are also other elements at play when it comes to our lives that are causing things to be on hold. So be mindful of that also. It is not just because Mercury's in retrograde that things are delayed and exes come back. A lot of times what comes back and shows back in your life is because things are needing more time to process and there are certain things that are needing different levels of closure. Now, when Mercury goes direct, even though it is already in Aquarius, Mercury will be going direct in Capricorn, which in itself is going to be a major shift because you're going from that airy, detached energy to a very stoic, grounded, very, very, very fundamentally um, analytical type of energy. Now that is going to cause a hot and a pull at the same time, almost like an instant tug of war. And it's going to be very uncomfortable for people who are not accustomed to this type of energy because we do have a lot of Aquarian energy happening right now. All 2020 Capricorn kicked our butts. It kicked our whole butts and it will continue to do its thing because we have elements that are still in Capricorn and Capricorn is a very prominent energy. But this month, because we have Mercury going direct into Capricorn on the 20th and then on the 27th, we're going to have the full snow moon um, in Virgo. This is a lot of earthy energy. This is like you've been intellectualizing, trying to figure it out in your mind. And now it's time to put it into play. What seeds have you sown? What is the cultivating process? How are you going to make sure it makes sense going forward? So when this shift occurs, you're prepared because it's not enough to think about it and have it planned out. And it's not enough to have the ambition and the desire to go forward. You're going to have to understand 
that you're going to have to have a practical and an analytical plan to go along with what it is that you've intellectual intellectualized as well. And so with us going into this, we have five by the time, um, Mercury goes direct in Capricorn. We will have seven of the 10 planets in Aquarius. And that's a lot of air. Okay. So we have the sun, which is we're in Aquarius season. And then we're going to have Mercury, which is going to be teetering between Aquarius and Capricorn. We have Venus, which is the planet of love and aesthetics, uh, Venetian type of, you know, very, very beautiful, intimate, sensual, stimulating type of energy focuses on love, money, relationships, etc. And then you have Jupiter and Saturn, both in, in Aquarius. Now, those are some powerful, powerful hitters because Saturn is about discipline. Saturn is about authority. Saturn is about practicality, making sure it makes sense, dominance, authority figures, And then Jupiter is about expansion. It is about creating wealth, creating uh, abundance, creating an expansion of whatever it is it is connected to. And if it is connected to something in its fall, the expansion may not be the best. But because it is an Aquarius, it gives a lot of hope. It gives a lot of energy. It gives a lot of positive, uh, uplifting type of spirit. And it gives you that wherewithal to push forward in a different type of way because it isn't an air sign it isn't it is in Aquarius which is very free loving understanding um innovative type of an energy okay so as of the new moon that was in uh Aquarian Aquarius that happened on the 11th at that time it gave us six planets for two days right? That were in Aquarius. Now, Aquarius is typically, as I've stated to you guys, viewed as removed, detached, uh, unemotional, whatever. And that's not always the truth. Honestly, they are probably very, very, very much more misunderstood than not because Aquarius feels very deeply, very, very sensitive, but like air, it doesn't stick around in that sensitivity. It moves. It's like the wind. It doesn't stick. So because it's not sticking, people feel like it doesn't, it's, it, it isn't prevalent. It doesn't feel, and it does. It feels it. It just feels it and moves forward. It feels it and keeps it going. And where areas you have other like earth signs, they sit in it. It's grounded. It's there. Water signs, we are buried in it. We move in it. It is who we are. You know, uh, fire signs burn it up. They're going to feel all the chemistry, all the hot, all the heat, all of the pain of it. They're going to feel it and they're going to push forward as it and use it as fuel. So every element has its way of processing whatever it is that it is facing. But understanding the element is what gives you the understanding of self and also gives you the understanding of how to adapt and how to move forward and how to uh, navigate through these different ties that we are inevitably going to face. Now, we also have on the fifth, which, uh, no, on the uh, 18th, we have, we're going to be going into Pisces season. Okay. Pisces season is a total different ball game, total different ball game. And finally, after 
Pisces season, you're going to have Pisces season starts on the on the 18th, on the 20th, you'll have Mercury going direct in Capricorn, which will be in the midst of Pisces season, fresh off the scales of leaving out of Aquarius season. And so your minds are going to be sharper. Um, you're going to have a lot of aha moments like, wow, that finally makes sense. Or, you know, common sense is going to prevail, shall I say for a little bit anyway. Um, but mostly it's because it's in a space where it's supported, not fought against. Right. So you're in a space where you have intellectualized, you've thought about it going into Pisces season. Pisces season is all about, you know, spirituality, seeing the duality being very Aquarius is very fixed. So it doesn't like change much. Um, Pisces is very mutable. So it adapts. It's easily adaptable to the tides and what's happening around it. And it can see things deeply. It's very, very, very spiritually uh, attuned and very, very connected. So therefore, even though it does not like to stay in one spot, it is able to penetrate more grounds um, in a more prevalent way on a deeper way because it is a water energy. So you're going to have a lot of water, air and earth in a very short amount of time, illustrating. And that to me feels like a massive cultivation of soil. It feels like everything you need to grow the seeds that you've been planting. So this is a very fertile and fruitful time. Whatever it is you've been working on, whatever it is you've been striving for, whatever it is that you have been trying to make happen, this is the time to make sure that you have planted all of those seeds because between now and the end of this month, remember February is a very short month. Between now and the end of this month, there are going to be a lot of opportunities that show up for you, that play off for you in the best way, in the best way you can possibly, possibly imagine. Okay. Now, I've gotten all of that out the way. Okay. I've gotten all of that out of the way people. Now let's talk about how a lot of this is going to affect us in our personal lives. When we are speaking about all of the different things that are happening, elemental wise and astrological wise, etc., and so on. Most of this is happening when it comes to astrology. You hear people say things like the houses, the first house, second house, third house, whatever. A lot of people are going to be affected what I feel the most is the first and the third house. Um, this could very well affect other houses. This will definitely affect everybody's houses. But right now, what is more prominent right now is the third house and the first house. Now, what is the first house? The first house is you. The first house is your personal life. It is your personality, your goals, your drives, uh, your drive, your priorities. It covers your ego. It's talking about your natural tendencies, the way you naturally present yourself to the world, your vitality, your deepest desires. This is viewed along with conditions close to the sixth house, right? But that's totally different. I'm not, I'm not even going to get confusing, but right now the first house is going to also reflect on the state of your health and your vital, your vitality. This is why it's very important. Why I started this off with knowing your body, paying attention to your body, paying attention to what your body is saying and what it's needing and what it's asking of you. This is not about gimmicks. This is not about trends. This is not about doing what's popular. This is about your health. This is about your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health, and your livelihood, because that is 
everything you have. And so for a lot of people, when you're looking at your first house and you're looking at how this energy is affecting you, look at your life, look at how it's affecting any new or important, you know, cycles that are starting or closing out in your life. This is like the hardest house because it it talks about your personal desires. No one can tell you what your personal desires are. No one can tell you what your personal wants are. No one can tell you what you don't tell other people about you. We can look at you and make an assumption. We can make an interpretation. We can assume based on what we feel we know, but all in all, the truth comes from you. It comes from you being honest with yourself. And if you're not honest with yourself, then everything everyone else reads into that is a lie because it's created off of deception. So it's going to start with you looking at yourself. This is affecting your household. This is affecting your finances. This is affecting your health. This is affecting your goals, your dreams, and your aspirations as an individual. Okay. Now, before I don't want to get into all too much of astrology. That's the first house. The third house, the other house that I feel is going to be very, very prominent um, with this energy that's coming in and currently infiltrating us within this next month is of course your mind, your intellect, right? How you think, how you've thought about things before, how you've made decisions based on not having enough information, how you have allowed yourself to choose routes that maybe weren't the routes that you wanted to use or the routes that were best for you, but you went based on the limited information that you processed or that you understood at the time. And now you're reviewing that. It's revealing how you approach and analyze problems and how you perceive things and what drives you, how you communicate, how you learn. You know, this is the house that that has a lot to do with your skill set when it comes to writing, editing, speaking, thinking, reading, researching. A lot of people right now are in this flux of researching and trying to find out so much about what's happening. And they take whatever information that they have and they run on it. That is the worst thing that you can do when it comes to your own personal growth and your own personal understanding of life and self. Because if you only are taking what someone is saying to you at face value and you're not intellectualizing it and you're not processing it in a way that is actually fruitful for what it is that you are processing, then you're not going to go far and it's really going to do more harm than good. And that's what we're seeing of an influx of information, people not weeding through facts, People not really understanding how this really affects them and what the truth of something is based on separating it from emotion. And that's the beautiful thing about Aquarius. They have this energy and they have this ability to detach from the emotion of something. Let me detach my personal feelings for it because what are my personal feelings about? What what is it that I feel personally afflicted about when it comes to the circumstances, situations that I'm not able to see things for what it really is? That is the power of being able to intellectualize what it is that you know. And so the third house is going to be a challenge for a lot of people. And if you don't understand astrology, you don't have to just look at your life and look at what area of your life is being the most challenged right now or is being the most rewarded. Perhaps you are someone who has done a lot of the research. You've done a lot of the the thinking and the processing. You don't act first. You really do process before you jump and leap and go. 
this is going to pay off for you good because the energy and the elements are supporting that. Be very careful though, you don't get into this egoic type of way of thinking and feel like you know it all and it's all what it's gonna be and it is what it is and that's just how it's gonna you know, turn out and then you'll find yourself in the, on the wrong side of that on that coin, okay? So this house also, the third house also influences how you teach, um, contracts, agreements, anything regarding marketing, advertisements, anything regarding communication, anything that you feel has been delayed, unsure, misconstrued, uh, misunderstood, etc., and so on. This house is the house that it is uh, being a part of your life. This is where your house is coming up into an upheaval and you're noticing a lot of things that you're not wanting to ever repeat again and you're trying to get up out of that. That is why this house is being, um, this, this house is being implemented for you to fundamentally create a foundation that is about fundamental education, right? Understanding what drives your relationships with your family, with your friends, with your, um, your perception of your, your, I posted something on Instagram and the feedback of course is amazing. But the, the people, when I post things, I don't really think about how it's going to be perceived from other people. I process it. And then I post it because I feel someone needs it. That's the reason why it's on me to post. So I posted it and it's about ancestral ties. Oftentimes when we speak about ancestry, we speak about the pain of it. We speak about the pain of our ancestors. We speak about the pain and the trauma and the drama and the, in the, you know, um, the dissipation of their existence, but we do not think about all of the gifts that they gave us, all of the knowledge, all of the strength, all of the love, all of the foundational things that we could never give ourselves. We don't honor them for that. And that has a lot to do with the third house thinking as well. Rethinking how you view your past, rethinking how you rethink the past that you thought you knew so much about, rethinking your childhood, Everything wasn't so bad. Why is everything so bad? Why is every relationship that didn't work out a relationship that was so bad? Why is it that every job that didn't hire you didn't know that you was a good fit? Maybe it just wasn't for you. And so it's about rethinking how you've thought about things and processing a new outlet and a new way of conducting yourself moving forward so that those type of actions require a different version of you that supports who you are becoming. That's what it's about. And that's the beauty of evolving. That's the beauty of learning. That's the beauty of growing and not being afraid of what other people will say. This is a very personal journey. This is a very personal, personal space to be in. And that's why no one can tell you specifically how the elements are going to affect you because no one knows the personal afflictions that you have, but you, right? Okay. So those are the two houses I feel significantly the first house and the third house. And then of course we have a lot of the placements being in the eighth house and all of that. And I'll go through the eighth house and all of those houses at a later time. This isn't the episode for that, but just to give you a briefing of what it is, the eighth house is about rebirth. And it's, it's very connected to this because the eighth house is about rebirth, regeneration and the transformation of energy, financial matters, joint finances. So if you're in a relationship and you're trying to figure out, 
Do we marry? Do we not? Do we keep a joint account? Do we separate our accounts? How do I combine my wealth with other people's wealth? How do I invest in stocks in a safe way? How do I partner and make sure that I'm coming out on a lucrative end? All of these things are coming up under the eighth house because money is a form of energy. So the financial dealings in the eighth house do not deal with earned income when it comes to astrology. It's not about earning income. It's more so the second house is earned income. The eighth house is more income that you did not really invest in or you did not earn, but it's money that you've um, maybe you've lent out or that you owe people. It could be prizes. It could be gifts, inheritances, taxes. We are in tax season. Um, refunds, bonuses, commissions, royalties, child support, alimony, mortgages, credit loans, um, capital and venture capital. Um, all kind of transactions are really covered under the eighth, eighth house. It's just, I have notes galore, but there's so many things that are covered under the eighth house, but it has to do with other, other people's money, not money that you particularly not money that you particularly learn of earn. So it's not your paycheck that is guaranteed every week. It's money that is coming to you unexpectedly or money that you're needing to resolve unexpectedly, or you've known about it, but you hadn't. This is areas that are coming up so that you can resolve certain issues and you can get through certain things in your own personal life so that you can move forward and you can get through these things because there is a lot happening and there are a lot of things that are going on. And there are a lot of places in your life that are being affected the most by the elements. So it's not just about astrology. It's not just about um, Aquarius. It is about all of that. And it is about learning how it applies to your life. With this new moon in Aquarius, what we are still currently under, um, I really feel a great sense of empowerment from this. I really feel very excited about what it's bringing because it is giving you the opportunity to see how divinely guided you are, how it's okay to step into your worthiness. It's okay to trust that internal feeling inside that says that you're good enough and that you deserve this. And Yes, you've been hurt and yes, you've been disappointed and yes, you haven't gotten the best end of the stick always, but regardless, you're invoking a new way of looking at yourself. You're invoking a new way of seeing yourself. You're adjusting your lens and you're chasing Samada high. You're going after you. You're going after what you deserve and you're going after what you want and you're, it's okay to take a break and process that. It's okay to jump out there and leap out and know that when you are going through this process of transformation and you're processing the losses and you're processing the gains and you're processing the parts of yourself that you didn't even know were awakened in you until now, you're understanding that, you know what, I can greet this with a, a sense of comfort knowing that I've done the work and I deserve to be here. I deserve to be in the space that I'm in. I deserve to be in a space where I don't feel like I am stuck. Or I don't feel like I'm stagnant. I feel empowered. I feel supported. I feel loved. And it's okay that it wasn't my time then. And it's okay that I couldn't go and cross the bridges that I wanted to cross then. And it's okay that I may have burnt bridges that I shouldn't have burnt and I wish that I hadn't. But it's okay because now I'm who I am. And I've picked up the debris. And I've picked up all of what I've learned. And I'm moving forward. The pain is not your enemy. 
The loss is not your enemy. The lessons are your friend. You have to take that and you have to know that in this adjustment and in this moment of unclear, of, of not being clear and all of this misfortune and everything that's going on around, you have so much to be grateful for. And this is the initiation into the new path of self. Expanding your inner power by first expanding your inner knowledge of self. Resolving the the anger and understanding that I'm really mad because I didn't know better, but I knew better and I chose to not operate in such fashion. But now I'm going to do better. Now I'm going to choose to embody what I feel and I'm going to walk in that. I'm not going to run from that. I'm going to honor the adversity. I'm going to honor the pain and trauma of it. I'm going to honor the insecurities and I'm not running from that. That's where you are and that's where you meet yourself. And that's where you meet the end of this cycle that you've been on, this roller coaster, this cycle for me particularly that started 10 years ago, that closed out on the on the 12th of this month. It's like, listen, hold up. (laughs) I went through all of that. 10 years is a lot. You go through a lot. You learn a lot and you process a lot. And what have you learned from that? Now you see the bigger picture. Now you see a whole different way of seeing the world through different eyes. It's like a baby being born. All the answers that you were unclear about, all of the things that you were uncertain about, they here, baby, they here. You got them. And it's like, wow, finally, it took all that time. But yes, because you weren't ready. Your arsenal kit wasn't prepared. You didn't have the back, the bandwidth and your back wasn't strong enough. Now it is. And now you are understanding coming up on this full moon in Virgo. Mm, Clarification. I received God coming up on this. mm, That almost made me hold up. Wait a minute. Push these emotions down. That's a shouting moment for somebody. Because somebody has been really, really, really at this space of not knowing where to go, not knowing how far to go, not knowing if it was even possible. And now we're coming up on the full moon in Virgo that will be in about a week and a half from now. And this is going to be the clarification that you need to know that you're good enough, baby. You deserve this. Look at all you've already accomplished. If you don't do anything else, if you don't even see anything else, this is it. It's time to release all of that fear. It's time to release all of that pain, all of those insecurities, all the things that kept you up at night, all of the feelings of inadequacy, all of the fears, all of the things that you thought that you weren't good enough and you couldn't do. Baby, let it go. It's over. That cycle has burned. It has burned. And when cycles burn, You move forward. You don't sit back and continue to sit in the debris because eventually the smoke and the fumes will consume you. There's a lot of things that are happening. There's a lot of expressions that are happening. There's a lot of inner battles of self. There's a lot of transformations that are happening. And there's a lot of, I don't want to say in, in, um, immaturity when it comes to the emotional intelligence, but there's an awakening to that. And there's an awareness of that. And that's, what's causing people to walk into their self. They're, they're being more fruitful when it comes to understanding who they are, where they are, what they believe, what they want, and they're going after it. No longer hiding from those devils inside. No longer running from the things that they know have held them back. No longer hiding from the truth because it's in your face. Where can you hide? You can't hide from yourself. 
Who are you hiding? Who are you hiding from? Nobody. Because you can't. Because you can't. You can't hide from it. The happiness that you want, the happiness you've been working for, all of these things, all of the things that you've been hoping and praying and and asking for, whether that be in your relationships, whether that be in with someone that you're trying to co-create with, you've been asking for. But the reason what you've had and what you've wanted have not connected is because you haven't been standing in the truth of yourself and you have not sat in the truth of yourself. And when you don't stand in the truth of yourself, how can what you really want show up? It can't. And the beauty of that is now, you know, now, you know, the alignments are taking place and now, you know, and you're walking towards it with a newfound grace, a newfound understanding. It's not all about the money. It's about everything. It's not all about the job. It's about everything. It's not about the happy family. It's about everything. It's about whatever makes me happy. And it's about not settling for anything that doesn't give me that. The new beginnings that are happening. It's not about an inflection of emotion that is just unruly. It is about the emotion that has substance. The emotions that's bringing all this creativity. The emotions that's bringing this passion. The emotions that's bringing this power. The the massive unions that are taking place internally first are connecting everything with everyone who wants it. That moment of everything just going away and oh my god I feel like I'm losing everything guess what baby what if you found out that was all in your head what if this Aquarius season was about you realizing that it wasn't what you thought it was it was what you saw it to be because of how you processed it in your head what if you now have the blinders removed and now you understand that it wasn't what it was in the first place what if Everything that has happened was as bad as it was, but the way that you perceived it could have changed your life into another direction, but instead you stayed on the lower vibration of it. And that's what's held you back. What if changing the perspective was the goal? What if changing how you saw it was the goal? What if appreciating the pain of it was the goal? And now you can stand on your throne and you can sit on your throne with clarity and with understanding and with peace of mind and certainty, knowing my heart is open. I'm ready to give. I'm not afraid. And I know what I want and I'm going to communicate that and I'm not going to settle and I'm not going to allow anybody to hold me back. I'm not going to carry the burdens of my past forever. I'm not going to be walking with this whole brick backpack on my back, blaming it on everybody else when it's me who just needs to let it go. We've planted the seeds. I've planted the seeds. I'm walking forward. I'm moving forward. I'm not holding on to these old beliefs anymore. I'm not holding on to these old patterns and thoughts about love. I'm not holding on to other principles and things that do not support me. I'm not building my relationship based on what other people said it should be. I'm not basing my confidence on what other people think I should be confident in. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not settling for anything less than everything that I want. And when you say that, you say that with your whole soul. And when you say that with your whole soul, you're able to really, really, really process everything that you're wanting for your future because your future is now. It's not 10 years from now. It's not tomorrow. It's now you're walking, living, breathing in your future today. So it's time for you to devote yourself to embracing that. 
because only then will you be able to really, really, really see and feel everything, everything and why everything had to happen. It's not by an accident that you're still here. It's not by an accident. You're not the same person. All of those times you're sitting at home pretending everything is great. Everything's okay. Suffering in silence. Oh, but a change of events. Oh, what a sudden renewal of understanding of self. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, I get it. All of a sudden, I understand. All of a sudden, it makes sense. Wow. Yes, you had all these opportunities that you didn't take. Yes, you may have taken too many opportunities that weren't for you. And yes, you've carried a lot of burdens and you've held on to a lot of bad thoughts and you've held on to a lot of bad friends. And you've held on to a lot of bad relationships and you've taken on a lot of bad habits. But guess what? Oh, but a change of events. I changed my mind. Not only did I change my mind, I'm not choosing anything other than what's best for me. The crossroads that you've seen yourself at for so long because you couldn't see yourself beyond the pain has shifted. You don't identify with that version of you and it's time to shed that skin. And I speak about it all the time as a Cancerian, the molting process. It is time to release that echo skeleton that no longer fits you and walk into the newness of who you've become. When you walk away from what you've always been because you know that you've become something else, that's when you walk into your true path. Yes, there are many, many opportunities. Yes, you're going to have so many, many choices. But this time, you're leading with your heart. And you're not neglecting your head. This time, they're working together. And when they're working together, everything falls into place. Because they don't need to be at war to work. They need to be cohesive to work. And that is exactly what you're choosing. You're not choosing one or the other. You're choosing both. And when you choose both, that's when the door opens. Because now you realize that the key to unlocking everything that you've designed to have and everything you've designed to want and desired to achieve in life needs both keys. There are two locks, not just one. Okay? Everything that you have worked for, everything that you have asked for, everything that the last decade of your life has been preparing you for is coming into fruition. Now, this is going to be a time of reckoning for people, whether this is something you've done because you've done the, on the right side, you've done the things that you know you should have done and just one pain in your, in your place. It wasn't happening the way it should or whether you were on the other side of that. This is reaping season, whatever seeds you've sown or what are, are blossoming. And what you see is about taking a real evaluation of what you poured into that. What have you done? Let's talk about it. Let's be honest about it. Let's not lie about it. Let's not pretend that it ain't what it is, what we know what we're looking at. This is about being honest with yourself. Okay. So as we're going into this weekend and we have this beautiful, beautiful, you know, everyone's celebrating Valentine. I'm not celebrating Valentine Day. Valentine's Day for me is every day. I need you to shower me every day because I'm going to shower you every day. And I love on y'all every day. And I love on my people every day. But it's nothing wrong with being in love and feeling love. But you need to feel it with yourself first. Okay? 
do that. Let's fill it with ourselves and fill it with our whole chest. Okay? So I love you guys. Thank you again for everything. This is a bit of a longer uh, episode, but I haven't spoke with you guys in a week, so I love you. I missed you. Um, I will definitely do your weekly overview for you. Hopefully, this holds you over for a few days. Um, Again, be gentle with yourself. Be prepared for all the stuff that's coming for you because you deserve it, and it's everything you deserve, and it, it doesn't matter what it looks like for anyone else. This is a personal journey, okay? I love you guys. Thank you again for everything. I will speak with you soon. I love your freaking souls. Until our next daily dose. Bye.